Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about why what worked before isn't working anymore. So what is more frustrating than trying to do something that used to work perfectly well in the past, only to not get the results we used to have in the past, or even worse, not getting results at all? This episode will be all about why that happens, so you can shift it and so it doesn't happen again. Now, it's important to understand that one of the negative ripple effects of this, so of something not working like it used to, is that if we aren't careful, it can quickly snowball into self-blaming or beating ourselves up or thinking that something is wrong with us or or that maybe we were just lucky in the past and that our luck has run out and that we just have to settle for less because what we had back then was just, you know, not representative of our ability to manifest more in the future. And that is not true. I want to make that very clear. If you could do it before, you can do it again. And more than that, even if you have never achieved something before, you can certainly achieve it in the future. Never had a 10k month before, it doesn't mean you can't have a 10k month in the future, same goes with basically anything. So we're going to dive right into five reasons why what used to work before is not working anymore. And by the way, if you haven't already, I'm hosting a three-day workshop that will actually cover a lot of this. It's an Attract More Clients free three-day workshop. The link is in the show notes of this episode. And one of the days we will definitely be covering how to shift our energy or how to shift patterns that are blocking away um, the result we want. So link in the show notes. So let's jump right into it. One of the biggest reasons why something might not be working anymore that used to work in the past is because there is some old BS clogging the process. So in other words, the action steps or the strategy that you've been using is good, but the only reason why you're not seeing results is because there are energetic disruptions or blocks or even the universe that will not let you move forward or that is keeping you three, three feet away from gold or that is just blocking whatever you're trying to achieve to come to you. Now, why is that? Why would the universe do such a thing? Why does this happen when it didn't happen before? So something that I understood this year and I learned it the very, very hard way actually between last year and this year is that we can actually have a limiting belief or stored trauma or fears and still reach a goal in the short to midterm but it will eventually come and bite us in the ass longer term. And that is something that I wasn't aware of. So to give you a concrete example, while I scaled my business to $350,000 in sales in less than 18 months from starting my business, which was like, wow, it was exceptional. I was, it was almost surreal. 
while all of that abundance was flowing in, I just could not get rid or alleviate this very low but constant feeling of anxiety or fear that I would not be able to do it again in the future. So you would think that once you've had your first high paying client or your second and your third, you'd get confident about your ability to attract more in the future, right? Or that once you've had one or two or three successful launches, that you can finally relax and feel safe and know that it's going to be okay. But that's not true. That's not the case. And it's not the case for most people who launch and have clients. At each launch, they wonder if they're going to be able to get clients. So that is a reflection of an unhealed fear or limiting belief that, What if it's going to be taken away from me? Or what if I can't sustain it in the future? Now, my point is that that fear is not necessarily going to prevent us or stop us from manifesting what we want in the short to midterm. So in other words, and we already knew this too, you don't have to be completely fearless or limiting belief free in order to get places in your business or life or career or love life or whatever it is you're, you know, working on, which is great. Otherwise, no one would ever get anywhere because we're constantly working on ourselves. However, it will kind of have a limited time frame. And once we reach the end of that cycle, it's possible that the limiting belief or fear kind of erupts out of where it was hiding because we need to deal with it or because now we're finally ready to deal with it or process it. And when that happens, it can mean that what we used to do in the past is no longer going to work because some old trauma or limiting beliefs or energetic disruptions are actually clogging the process or keeping the manifestation away. So in my specific example, and many of my clients and you guys can relate to that, is that that constant fear I had in the beginning of, you know, am I worthy? Can I actually do this? Can I be abundant? Is my dream life available? It was kind of alleviated by all of the excitement and like my energy, high motivation, action taken, action taking. And maybe, you know, in my life path, that was was meant that was what was meant to happen at that moment to give me the confidence that yes, I could absolutely do that, to kind of prepare me for future adversity in a way that I could actually deal with that adversity, looking back and knowing that I could actually do it and I have done it. So manifested all of those clients, those beautiful people, many of which are friends now, all of the abundance in my business, until it didn't work anymore. And the reason why it's not working anymore is because the universe always wants what is best for your for you, for your higher self, for ultimately having the life you want. So now the universe is going to say, hey, listen, those fears, that stress, that anxiety, that not being sure that you can have success and keep it, you need to deal with it now. And now is the time where we're basically going to stop all of the things that used to work. So you have an excuse to sit down, look at your shit and heal. Because when everything is rainbows and butterflies and everything is going well, we need to admit that we don't have as much of an incentive to look inside of us and do the healing or look under the carpet or in the closets to actually heal what needs to be healed. So basically, the reason why something might not be working for you has nothing to do with the strategy or the action you're taking. You're actually on paper doing everything right and everything you should be doing. 
and the only reason why it's not coming to you is because old trauma or limiting beliefs or fear or anxiety are actually just stopping it from coming and all of those things have been there with you for, you know, since you were born or since a very long time, they were in a corner of your mind or in a corner of your energetic field and back then it worked but now they are coming in front of you to be released and dealt with and as long as they're there it's going to be difficult to move forward. Now the great news is that it doesn't have to take six months, it can take as little as a hypnosis recording or an EFT session or a very good journaling session we're releasing trauma from your body to move things around and hit the ground running again. Reason number two, which has some intersection with what we just talked about, but is a bit different too, is there is too much pressure creating resistance. So you might have heard many times before that manifesting, the key to manifesting anything you want is lack of resistance rather than, you know, visualizing five hours a day, etc. is lack of resistance. So basically when you don't care and don't worry, that's when it comes. So again, you could have done something in the past that was very successful, but now there is pressure and resistance. So let's say that two years ago, you you launched a one-on-one program and got five clients, right? Random example. And back then, you know, you were in a good place financially, you weren't worrying about money. And let's imagine that now you're not in the same place financially and you actually need the money. So you're launching your one-on-one program again, but strangely, no one is enrolling or only one person was enrolling. And you're like, what the hell? Two years ago, I got five people easily. Why isn't this working anymore? And the difference between then and now again, has nothing to do with the strategy or the actions you're taking or how you put yourself out there, which is, you know, relevant and um, the right way to do things. Rather, it's the pressure. I have to make money. I need to make money. If I don't get money soon, then all of these bad things are going to happen. Maybe I won't be able to pay my bills. Uh, What if my kids ask to go, you know, on a holiday and I can't pay it for them? What if, what if, what if? And unconsciously or consciously, as we have that worry floating around us, we are actually giving more energy and attention to everything that could go wrong or the bad things that can happen if we don't make the money. And because where you place your attention and energy is basically what you send out there in the universe, the universe is going to send us more reasons, circumstances or things to be worried about or to match that vibration of anguish, worry, anxiety, um, and uncertainty around money. So it would not be a vibrational match to get five, you know, clients and money in, which usually makes you feel, you know, at peace, joyful, proud, abundant. That would not be a match to the emotions of worry, angst, anxiety, we're not knowing how you're going to pay your bills. And since the universe is all about electromagnetic vibration, then that is not going to work. And in general, the more pressure there is, the more resistance we create and the more kind of desperate energy we put out there, the less it works. So again, you could be applying your strategy perfectly, but at the end of the day, the energy is going to matter more. Point number three is as you evolve, all things might not be in alignment anymore and that is perfectly okay. So just imagine 
um, that back then you loved to do discovery calls to get uh, an opportunity to chat with people before they invested in one of your programs and that's what felt good to you. Uh, when you started your business and maybe you don't want to do discovery calls anymore maybe you are over that maybe you want to chat with people directly in messenger or maybe you would rather them walk themselves to your payment page and voila and there is nothing wrong with that as you evolve and as you grow things that feel aligned and no longer aligned are also going to change now one of the things that might get a bit tricky is if something worked really well in the past, we might be a bit reluctant to letting that go because we are afraid that if we switch things up, then it's not going to work anymore, right? But let me tell you this, if you are at a point now where what worked in the past is no longer working, you have nothing to lose trying to switch things up. So let's just say, you know, to take this example again, some time ago, you used to do discovery calls and got plenty of clients and now it doesn't seem to be working or maybe people are not reaching out anymore or not booking discovery calls. What is the point in continuing to tell people to book discovery calls if it's not working and if it doesn't feel good anymore? So you might as well try something else, give it, you know, three, four, five, six weeks, focus your whole energy in this new thing and see how it goes. And worst case scenario, the new thing, the new method doesn't work or doesn't work as expected. And you can always come back to the old way of doing things if you want to. But it is important to give yourself permission to do new things. Give yourself permission to grow out of old things that you used to do that might have felt good and no longer feel good. Another thing that could be clogging, it just kind of came to my mind, I did not put that on my notes, but that might be stopping you from, from doing something that worked before, is undercharging. So maybe when you started your business, uh, you had imposter syndrome, or you weren't quite sure that people would see the value in your services, so maybe you charged less. And as you got clients, as you got people, you realized that they were indeed getting brilliant results and everything was amazing. And now you actually don't really want to be charging those rates anymore. You want to increase your rates, but a bunch of thoughts are stopping you. Maybe people will get mad or maybe it's not okay to charge more. Or what if people can't afford you, etc., etc. But it's going to create some sort of misalignment where... Your higher self, your soul knows that you're ready to grow. You're still using the old paradigm and is going to say, no, if you want to grow, if you want to evolve, if you want to expand, we will have to make expansive decisions and we will not allow you <laughs> to, basically, we will not make something work today that is actually not in your long-term favor, hence things not working anymore. It's kind of to nudge you but to give you a gentle kick in the butt to in the butt to um, change things up. Same with at a more basic level, sports. So maybe you do some sort of sport, maybe you go to the gym and a specific specific routine can work really well for one, two, three, four months until we plateau. And it doesn't mean anything about you or your ability to evolve in that sport or at the gym. It just means that your muscle, you know, your muscles got used to whatever you were doing and you need to switch things up, uh, change your routine um, in order to continue to grow. Uh, you've probably heard what got you here won't get you there. 
Point number four is how your self-image and self-talk affect your vibration. Um, and again, in the vibrational universe, in a world where everything is energy, strategy and 3D matter-to-matter action steps matter, but energy matters more. It's the combination of both, of taking action towards your goal, just, you know, like a bird will fly towards its destination, but also combining it with the right energy that will get you there. So how are you talking to yourself? What is your self-image? This is significant. And let me give you an example. I have this amazing client who had lots of followers on Instagram and an outstanding uh, engagement rate. So lots of likes, lots of comments, people sharing her content. It was insanity, like every content creator's dream Yet, she wasn't converting those people into clients, which made no sense on a logical perspective. Because you see accounts with, you know, just a few likes, barely anyone commenting, who are actually, you know, getting clients and making money. And then you have her from the outside. It just looked like absolutely brilliant, yet she wasn't converting anything. And as she did hypnosis, she was actually in the Abundance Magnet program, which, by the way, reopened soon. So she did a hypnosis on receiving, um, because I thought when she talked about that, I said, maybe there is something stopping you from receiving, because they're literally there, three feet away from gold, but somehow you're not receiving the clients, not receiving the abundance, it's weird. So let's see if there's something about receiving. She did the group hypnosis, came back to me a bit later, and said it was insane. She shared that um, to everyone. And basically, she was so used to, um, as a kid, to always be giving. So giving support to her siblings, helping her mom, uh, there were quite a few siblings in the home and it was kind of like like many homes uh, that weren't as aware as today we are about you know conscious parenting and how to raise kids she had lots of responsibilities she had to take care of her siblings clean the house help her mom while her dad was working etc etc and it she built her identity and image around her providing for others her caring for others her giving to other people her, you know, making sure that everybody was okay, her making sure that everyone got their gift at Christmas, even if it meant that there wasn't enough money left for her. And it became so normal that when she received, so when her mom, you know, or her dad wanted to give her something, she felt uncomfortable or she felt that she might be burdening burdening them or depriving another of the sibling or she said, no, it's okay, you know, we might not have enough money for food, I don't need, need a gift. And it wasn't necessarily like very upsetting back then and it's not necessarily something that is intensely traumatic however and many of you listening are in the exact same boat if you're therapists or coaches we are usually wired to give way more than we receive Um, it was just that her identity and self-image subconsciously kind of developed as the one who gives but who doesn't receive and it was so normal for her that she didn't even realize that it could be another way. So the logical question now arises, how can we receive 
if all of our self-image is about giving? How can we receive money from clients or clients? Or how can we be okay with, you know, clients transferring money to us, which is a transfer of energy? How can we be okay with them giving us this, especially if we grew in a household where there wasn't an abundance of money, where maybe if we received a large sum of money, it meant that we wouldn't be able to eat, or it meant that a bill wouldn't be paid, or it meant that it would create a lot of stress on our parents. All of those things are very powerfully and deeply subconsciously ingrained in our energetic field, in our memory, in our mind, to just naturally avoid it. I'm naturally going to avoid receiving large amounts of money or receiving something that might put others in a precarious situation. I rather give because that is what is familiar, that is what is safe, that is how I can contribute. But in the world of, you know, being a service provider, being an entrepreneur and putting products or service out there, we need to reframe that and understand that you are giving to your clients by allowing them to transfer money to you. It's an exchange because the universe is all about balance. And some people need to have skin in the game. Some people need to transfer you their money um, to give you the money to pay you money in order for them to be involved in the process. This is a discussion for another day, but how many coaches have I talked to who said, since I doubled or tripled or quadrupled the price of my program, people are getting way better results, even though the content has not changed. It's because when you put $8,000 rather than $2,000 in a program or $2,000 instead of $500, you have an incentive to make it the fuck work because that's an amount of money that you're like, holy guacamole, I'm not, I will not be sitting around on my ass and let that money go to waste. I will actually make sure that I'm fully committed to this process, right? So when you receive and when you allow yourself to receive money from clients who are willing to pay you, you are also allowing them to expand. And remember that clients are adults that can make their own decisions. No one is forcing them to pay you money. They decide that they want to pay you money because they see that the value of what they will get out of your product or service is way greater than the amount of money that they are paying you. And we need to respect that, right? We don't need to be condescending and it's not our goal, but I definitely did that by saying, oh my God, what if they can't afford me? Or what if they're going to be in a precarious situation? Or what if they can't do this? Or what if they can't find the money? We're basically telling them, hey, Susan, I don't think that you're quite smart enough or... um abundant enough to make this work and find the money to improve your life. Maybe you should just stay in your stupid mediocre spot right now because it doesn't seem that you can afford me. That is a horrible message, energetic message to give to someone. And I think it's someone who gave me that reality check like two or three years ago. They were like, each time you don't trust in a client or potential client and their ability to generate abundance, you're basically putting yourself in a moral superior place than them or just not seeing their potential and keeping them energetically smaller than they could be. And that really reframed all of my view around money and trusting people to be able to make decisions for themselves, know what is best for them 
and receive their money knowing that they will get so much more of it. So your self-image matters and very often parts of our self-image is under our awareness. It's subconscious, it's based on what was very familiar as we were growing up. And if we say stuff like, oh, I don't want, you know, I don't want people to be stressed if they have to pay me amount X or I'm afraid that they won't get results, we're basically repelling money away or we are repelling any kind of result away that we wish. Same things goes with, you know, um, there was this fascinating example in the book Psycho-Cybernetics about self-image where they had, it was a car dealership that sold cars and they had several franchises in French, franchises, that was difficult, in several states in the United States. And they had this car seller who did exceptionally well and he got $5,000 in commission. So because he was doing so well, they moved him to a different um, uh, car seller or retailer, franchise or whatever, where it was easier because that was basically his promotion. He got to go in an easier place where he could make even more commission. Yet he made $5,000 again. So after some months, they decided to move him into one of the hardest locations where literally no one can ever sell any car. Yet, he still sold the same amount of cars and made $5,000 as commissions in a month. And the author of the book explains that the self-image of that man was, I am a $5,000 commission man. And it literally manifested into his reality. So even though he was doing the exact same things that he used to do in an old dealership, he didn't, you know... So your self-image matters. And if for any reasons your self-image has changed from back then to now, that alone can be a reason why what worked back then is no longer working now. So let me give you an example of that. And it brings us to point five. Do you still believe in the process? So something that I have noticed uh, that is an unfortunate... Um, common pattern in people, they let normal and completely unrelated events in life affect their confidence in another area of life. So very easy example um, that everyone can relate to because it probably happened to everyone is a case of abandonment, which really triggers a primal wound. So it can be, you know, someone leaving us, but it can also be, you know, a friend no longer being a friend or a boss uh, not recognizing our efforts or being fired from a job. So let's say any type of event where we feel abandoned, where we feel not good enough, not worthy, or that we were not enough, you know, to fulfill someone's expectations or to keep them, etc., etc., which is a very raw wound. Now, there's a lot of literature, fascinating literature on that, on how basically when we get abandoned, it hijacks our brain and releases a bunch of chemicals that doesn't make us think straight. 
So we are going to see ourselves as this weak person who can't handle anything or needy or, you know, that we were not attractive enough, we're not competent enough for our boss to keep us or for our ex-girlfriend or boyfriend to keep us or husband or for a friend to throw us a birthday party just like we threw them a birthday party. And that can snowball and affect other completely unrelated areas of our life. So typically... If, you know, I just got laid off from a job or that a very dear friend of mine just didn't pay attention to my birthday, even though I really paid attention to hers, it might make me feel not good enough or that, you know, I don't matter or that no one really cares anyway. And if we carry that emotion to our business... Now we feel that we're not good enough and that no one cares anyway. And that is highway to repelling clients or to developing imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome is going to make us procrastinate or it's going to be very difficult, you know, to make ourselves visible and talk about, you know, our content or, or share valuable information with our followers, etc. Because of something else that happened in our life with a friend, you know, who didn't return a favor... Now our self-image and how we see ourselves is impacted and we feel that we're not good enough. And if we're not good enough, we probably are not good enough to help clients either because the I'm not good enough is just a huge ball that spillovers absolutely every area of our life. And now we're basically generalizing a feeling, a thought pattern that we experience in a specific area of our life to our entire life, which can really, really affect us. And if that is the case, you can do the exact same things that you used to do, uh, whether that's in your life or your business or whatever area that might be, and it's not going to work anymore because, again, the energy has changes has changed. We don't see ourselves just like we did before, maybe as, you know, excited to take action, of value to society, able to help clients. Now we see ourselves as some someone who has deficiencies or that something is wrong with us or that we were not good enough or that no one cares. And that is definitely going to affect uh, whatever it was we were doing, regardless of the action we're taking or the strategy. And another common thing is losing belief in the process. Do you believe in your process, as in the vehicle you use to move people from point A to point B? So that is definitely something that I learned the very hard way too. So hopefully you don't have to. (laughs) Where when back in September, my cat died and then shortly after my grandpa died, My mom also lost uh, lost someone who was very important to her. It was a tough summer uh, and winter. And because of that, and because of my mood going down and many other things happening uh, in my private life, which I will share when I'm ready, um, it really affected my belief in the process. So my belief in subconscious work, in energetic work. And that is one of the biggest mistakes that I have made in my life and business, and I have learned from it, boy have I learned from it, where I basically let external events that were meant to happen for some reason, that I had no control on, that weren't, you know, triggered or caused by me, I let that affect the belief I have in the process of, you know, subconscious work, energetic work. Because while all of that shit show was happening, 
Obviously, the launches were not going as well as the launches prior to that. And it was also because the universe needed to teach me something that I needed to learn. And instead of seeing it as it was, as in, we've been through a lot, I'm in grief, uh, there is this lesson that the universe needs to teach me so I can stop some unhealthy patterns that I had going on. And it's normal that right now I am not launching like I used to launch or that I'm not getting the results that I used to get. Instead of seeing it that way, I beat myself up like there's no tomorrow saying, well, it's very simple. If it's not a strategy, pro strategy problem, it's an energy problem. So the reason why it's not working is energy which technically is true, right? But I decided to beat myself up for it for eight months, saying, well, all of the energetic work I'm doing is not working. I can't push through it. Um, I don't want this phase to be going on right now. I don't want the universe to be teaching me this lesson right now. Uh, if I can just willpower myself in enough journaling, meditation, EFT, hypnosis, yoga, self-care, etc., etc., I should be able to pull through this instead of just you know, going with the flow, trusting that everything was going to be okay, and just going through a normal, not so great phase of my life. And because I did all of those things and it changed nothing, because the universe, you know, had something to teach me, I automatically assumed, well, it's because energetic work maybe doesn't work as well as I thought it did, or hypnosis doesn't work as well as I thought it did. And all of those things I'm teaching my clients, what if it actually doesn't work? So I took a very personal, specific situation and overgeneralized it to everything that I had used so far that I had worked great in the past, which makes no logical sense. But that's what happens, you know, when we are in a heightened state of emotion. Logic goes out of the window and emotions hijack your rational thinking. So that made me start doubting the process. I was like, well, what if all of my programs I'm selling are full of shit? What if it doesn't work for people? Because obviously it's not working for me right now. And I started doubting the process. I started doubting the fundamental elements I had always believed in that had helped so me and other people so much throughout their and my life. And that was a massive, massive, massive mistake. And I hope that you can learn from it so you don't have to go through that because let me tell you, it sucks and it's not worth it. Um, so let's not let personal specific circumstances uh, create over generalizations on other areas of life when there is no, you know, point in making such over generalizations. Um, and to come back to our initial point, the reason why some of the things you used to do in the past are no longer working now, my question to you would be, in the past, was your mindset or your energy or how you saw what you do the same as now? As in, were you more excited in the past? Did you believe more in the power of what you did in the past than you do now? And maybe now you kind of had a reality check because maybe you've worked with a few people who didn't get any results and you're like, holy shit, what if what I do doesn't work, you know? And then you can again do all of the best strategies and best social media content in the world. If you don't believe in the process, you're subconsciously going to be repelling people away. Of course, it makes sense because 
you don't want to scam them so if part of you doesn't believe it's going to work you just not want you will just not want them to come to you in the first place so think about that and understand that just because a few clients or maybe many clients didn't get results it had nothing to do with your ability to help them or your you know your method or your program and it has everything to do with some sort of energy right now that is vibrating and attracting people that are not getting results and that's it now i'm not saying you know maybe your program <laughs> needs a rehaul but in general if you use a program that worked in the past that gave people great results in the past and now for some reason it's not it has nothing to do with the program and everything to do with some sort of energy that is attracting the wrong people to the program and then it turns into a self-fulfilling prophecy where the more we are afraid that people will not get results and the more we attract people who don't get results okay i'm kind of going on tangent now so i'm going to stop to summarize the five potential reasons why why what worked in the past isn't working anymore are number one you can't it's your method actually works but you just can't see results because some old bs or trauma is clogging the process so your strategy is all good but either the universe is holding you back or some old energy is needing to be released before you can see sunshine and butterflies again number two there's too much pressure that is creating resistance. So lack of resistance is how we manifest. So if you're doing the same in the past, but you feel more pressured than in the past, that might be a reason why it's not working. Number three, as you evolve, old things might not be in alignment anymore and you need to give yourself permission to do new things. Even if old things worked for you in the past, it doesn't mean that it is still relevant for you to do it today because you evolve as a person and other things will naturally fall out of alignment and evolve too. Number four is that your self-image and self-talk is absolutely going to affect things. So things that worked in the past might not work anymore if your self-image has changed because it's uh, all about energy and vibration and a self-fulfilling prophecy. Prophecy, prophecy and number five do you still believe in the process do you still trust that whatever you're putting out there works and if you know what used to work is no longer working ask yourself how did I feel about what I used to do back then and how do I feel now was I excited when I started my business or when I started you know whatever that used to work do I still have the same level of excitement today how can I increase my level of excitement? How can I trust in what I do again so I can get the same results as in the past? Now, if you like this episode, and I really hope you did, I'm hosting a three-day workshop that is actually going to go way more in-depth of everything we've talked about today and is going to give you tools so you can start applying them and see changes in your life. Um, three-day workshop taking place in one week after the date of posting of this um, podcast. So between August 1st and 3rd, I highly recommend you attend live, but there will be a replay all access page if you can't attend live. Day number one, so Monday, August 1st, will be all about moving from stagnating to thriving and understanding from a neuroplasticity perspective and a chemical perspective 
why it is so hard to stop old unhelpful emotions such as anxiety, worry, or you know, victimizing ourselves, etc. and the formula to shift that and how to confidently come back and hit the ground running or ease back into business after falling off the horse and how to find that effortless motivation again so we can get the train moving or the airplane flying instead of hanging out um, at the airport or the train station. I hope you love my uh, public transport analogies (laughs) and how to stop kind of the vicious circle of procrastination and build confidence. Day two, so Tuesday, August 2nd is going to be about how to overcome imposter syndrome and coming across as an expert that clients trust and invest in. And of course, we're not going to scam people into pretending that you're an expert that you're not. We don't do that shit in the imposter syndrome terminator family. It's all about peeling the onion layers of BS that other people gave you so you can get back to your core of the brilliant person you are and your brilliant ability to help other people and come across as such. Last day, Wednesday, 3rd of August, is going to be about becoming a money and client magnet. So everything you need to know to overcome money and receiving blocks, to change from the vibration of always giving, giving, to shift to the vibration of receiving as much as you give, which is going to be a lot because I'm pretty sure that you are an overgiver. And how to stop sabotaging ourselves from receiving more clients and how to shift our energy to manifest abundance, opportunities, and more. So the link is in the show notes. Uh, You just have to scroll a bit and you'll find it. You can sign up. It's going to be epic. So let's make sure that you get the life you deserve. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode and hopefully during the workshop. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep, I've got a gift for you, the Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance and clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had and all you have to do is go to inaspadar.ch slash abundance recording and one word and of course all of this is in the show notes so see you next time on the imposter syndrome terminator podcast